Welcome back to the Sacred Penning Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Ray. I'm a wife, mom, teacher, international best-selling author, and a transformative soul journaling practitioner. I've experienced and taught the power of this sacred practice for 24 years and journaled since the age of eight. Every Wednesday, we provide somatic, meditative inspiration and spirit-led prompts to pen your way to brighter days. Let's activate energetic discoveries together. It's all at your fingertips. Ready to get gritty? Let's dip in. Welcome back to the Joyful Journaling Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Ray. Today, we have a very special guest that I met through my Ignite Your Faith book journey. Welcome to the Joyful Journaling Podcast, Nicole Freeman. Your smile is infectious. <laughs> I can tell you're happy to be here. What are you doing with your day today? Hello, hello, everyone, beautiful people. And can I just start by saying, Becca, thank you so much for creating, first of all, creating this space. And thank you for allowing me this opportunity to be here. I'm so humbled to be here on today. <laughs> and today I've had um, a work day thus far, um, taking my toddler to daycare and picked my teenager up from school. So yes, it's the teenager, the toddler, and me. <laughs> <laughs> what a juggle. Yes. <laughs> it takes a lot of faith for that juggle. I would call you superwoman even. Good for you. That's a great way to start the day. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> uh, about two months ago, and my goodness, time just passes so quickly, Nicole, Nicole and I had the opportunity to share our stories that are in the book, Ignite Your Faith. And this is something that I usually don't have the opportunity to do unless I am critiquing or helping coach writers. I don't ever have the chance of receiving the gift of a story. And I felt incredibly comfortable in Nicole's presence. It was a blessing to hear her story. And I hope that you enjoy reading it and ignite your faith. What was your favorite part about being in this writing community over the past couple months? Oh, my gosh, Becca. There were so many incredible moments um, of this journey together with you and the other writers. You know, just being in this container with such powerful people. And what I mean is even though we were not in the same room, just being in that container together, the love, the support, the encouragement, it was like no other. Like I've never experienced anything like this before. So yes, I really enjoyed all the coaching that I received because um, I have never received everything that Ignite had to offer us. The coaching along the way, you know, the campfires we had, just all the little things that went along with our, with this white writing process, right? But um, just getting back to the authors and each one of you guys, you guys, everybody has challenges, right? But each time we showed up, it seemed like everyone was just pouring into everyone, <laughs> Pouring, giving, being so generous with your love and your time. Um, I, honestly, I still look back and I'm at a loss for words. I'm forward because everybody had like spirits, even though we maybe 
um, were all of different faith and beliefs, it was still just a loving environment for us to be our authentic selves. And it was such a connection that I wasn't expecting. It was completely unexpected. And I felt like a well overflowing with love. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I couldn't have seen that coming. And just the connections that have happened since then, it, it just reminds me of the power that sharing our stories has with one another. Yes. Yes. It was so powerful. God gives us each a story and my personal stories that have been collected in my journals and meeting with God every day in a time of prayer and journaling has led to so many different opportunities in life. Journaling, I always tell people, saved my life. Mm. What could it do for you? Well, in this case, it brought me to you. It brought me to those writers. It it connected me with people that I would have never met otherwise had I not dipped in and had the courage to use my words outside of a little private journal and a little practice I've been doing since I was eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) I just love how God works. Yes. How has writing in general been a connector in your life besides this container? Well, I heard you said that you started journaling back when you were about eight years old. I've always journaled. I don't think that young, Becca, but um, I can remember journaling back when I was in um, high school and college and, you know, in my thirties, you know, and now I'm in my forties, just having that process of writing and not realizing how it has literally, you said saved your life, like literally saved my life, helped me along my journey, this journey called life, right? Because I don't know if you're like me, which I think everybody does. We have so many thoughts going on in our heads at one time. So to get that out on paper, that's like liberating. You know what I mean? And then all of those emotions, like just of what you went through throughout the day, it may have been a taxing, stressful day, just to put that out on paper, get it out of here, right? Get it out of this temple called our body or our minds and getting getting that on paper. That is liberating. That has been liberating to me. And then also, you know, when I look back on my journaling, right? Something I wrote back when I was in college, something I wrote back when I was in my thirties, even last week, when I go back, I'm like, wow, I'm reminded and I see the faithfulness and the goodness of God in my life. Like, oh my God, I was so stressed out. And then I write, then there's another entry where I've written, oh, God just showed up for me in an unexpected way. And, you know, this person told this to me, this person offered me a smile. And I wrote all that down. I'm like, oh my God, Lord, you are so faithful and you're so good. So yeah, journaling has really helped me along this journey called life. (laughs) It truly does. Yeah. And you know, I always recall how we start this journey of faith. And as as Christians, as people who practice Christianity, it starts with the word. And God gives us a voice too. He gives us words to use. And what a blessing that is that we can vocalize, that we can share and participate in an ongoing conversation with God on paper and in prayer all the different ways. 
absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. Today is a very special day. So as we're recording this, it is 5-23-23. We have 5-5-5. We have 23. Those are biblically blessed numbers. I just love the synchronicity of this day and hearing about how journaling has Mm -hmm. been such an important tool in your life. Have there been times where your journal was a place of darkness where you had to put down dark thoughts to see through to the other side and to the light Mm. that was within. Mm. Oh my God, Becca, it's so funny. You asked me that question. You know, um, I was reading something I journaled back in 2020 and um, I was reading it and I was like, oh my God, like I was at a really dark dark place, like borderline suicidal. And I'm looking at it and I'm just writing my, you can hear the pain, you know, of the words that I used when I was writing, you can hear the hurt and the pain. And to see myself in that dark place, I'm like, wow, I do remember that. But I'm, I'm still here today. Though it was so dark in that moment at that time, and I can remember it as I was reading and it brought tears to my eyes because again, I'm like, yes, that, that time was so dark and I'm glad that I journaled it because it let me see, yes, we're going to have dark times in life, right? Those are going to happen because we live in a fallen world. Those are going to happen. However, the next day, it was just light. Because I journaled that that next entry was the next day. Mm. So much light. And only to me, only God, because I'm a woman of faith like you are, only God could have gotten me from that darkness to see such a light in my life and that life is worth living. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you went through it. I I always hear about going through things to get to the Mm -hmm. other side of faith. And I get criticized left, right, center, you name it. Why do you call your podcast the joyful journaling podcast? If you talk about some things that are serious, well, guess what? Life isn't all candy and roses. (laughs) Right. Those hard times are ones to go through. And I believe as you go through, as you said, you came into that one page and on the other side, there was the light. If you don't go through it, if you don't commit it to the page, if you don't put it out there, it's going to stay all stuffed up inside you. Imagine what would have happened, you know? There you go. Right. And, you know, it's funny. You made reference to today being 523-23-555, is the number of grace. And it's funny because as I was telling you about that dark time I had, I can remember being in that dark place. And it's like, I can feel the Lord. I can sense him telling me my grace is sufficient. My grace is here for you. You're graced for the journey. Yeah. (laughs) That's beautiful. That's wonderful. I constantly tell people to stop being so hard on themselves and stop being perfectionist. When you open the page, it's scary because that blank page stares at you. Just like every day we get up and it's staring right at us, whether we're ready or not, here it comes. But 
in the pages, I do believe that you can connect with God and find that grace. I do believe that by going through it, you can receive all of yourself, the imperfections that are remedied by love, remedied by that grace. And when you enter that space and time just for you and remember who you are. Mm, that's right. Who you are. As you look through those pages, that was a dark time, that was a light time, that was a joyous time. All parts of us are accepted by that grace. Yes, yes. That's a gift. <laughs> it it really is. It really is a gift. It really is. Yeah. I'm just taking it in as you say. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. I feel like I'm swimming in a sea of love. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my you gosh. Are. Yes, you are. We are. Yes. As you look back at your journaling practice and the words that you've used on the page over the years, how have you helped others with the words that have come through? Oh, that's good. Um, honestly, I am, I'm transparent, you know, um, I'm really, I'm really transparent. So those who know me, they know my story. Like, you know, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the parts that were uncomfortable that didn't feel right. You know, um, I actually, for a long time, um, well, about two years, you know, when it comes to 2020 in particular, I was, um, I was, um, what's the word? Um, kind of, um, not proud of some of the decisions I had made leading up to 2020, but it, it's, it's all out there now, you know, and it's lib again, I'm using that word liberated, you know, it's liberating, you know, and to know that some of these words that I did, jur- I have journaled, it's like people can resonate with it and they're, you know what I mean? And like, oh, I'm not the only one who has gone through, you know, it's not just me, you know, and they can, um, they can find uh, peace and joy and their faith, you know, knowing what I have gone through. And that's like, wow, to me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're helping break somebody else's chains. When we're vulnerable, yes, yes. those stories are true liberation because mm-hmm. when we go past that facade that we call shame and get rid of that, we remember there's no condemnation in those stories. Mm-hmm. We got to go through them to grow through them, but <laughs> wouldn't it be better to hold one another's hands than to point fingers? Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're sharing your stories. What is just one tidbit or kind of sneak peek into a story that you have that may be an Ignite Your Faith or any other story in your life that you can give us, I guess, the postcard version of <laughs> that you've you've uh, helped liberate others with? Um, excuse me. Well, it's again, it goes back to, you know, my faith walk back, you know, 2019 going into 2020, you know, I, 
um, that was, that was, it was enormous <laughs> for me, you know, and I realized how enormous it was, Becca, when I actually go back to those journaling pages and I'm like, like you can hear my heart being poured out on paper. Like, you know what I mean? In that journal entry, you literally can hear my heart being poured out. And yes, that is what I write about in, um, you know, Ignite Your Faith. But um, that time I I really wanted to give up. Um, or maybe I had, I had given up, but something in me is like, you know, um, the ambers after, a, um, uh, like a campfire, you know, those yes. ambers, you know, but it's like that one amber was right there and it got ignited and mm. it ignited my, you know, my faith again. So I think my faith had, was, had kind of gone out, but it was ignited. And, um, I had just found myself in a place that I never never thought I would see myself at, you know, I was, you know, in my forties, um, pregnant, not married. And that's the place that I never had imagined for myself, you know, um, just because, you know, I was in ministry at church and, you know, um, in ministry with a women's group. So I was at a position, I was in a position that I never thought I'd see myself at. And, um, you know, the shame it weighed down the shame, the embarrassment, uh, the guilt. It weighed so heavily on me that it literally was crushing my faith. Mm-hmm. Literally. So um, to come back from that, oh my God, that, <laughs> I don't have words. <laughs> I literally don't have words because um, I, it was, I was so, it was, I was at such a low place. I was at a, such a low place, um, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, a really low place, but, um, here I am. <laughs> That's right. And your story is going to inspire others that no matter what that low place is to know that, that, that ember is still there. That it you may can... not be lighting up the whole fire. It may not be lighting up the whole world, but God is lighting up you and going to continue that flame. <laughs> And it's so beautiful that that particular metaphor that you use, because in especially those years, those years that you experience all those hard things collectively as a planet, so many of us were at our all time lows and low on hope and trying to keep the fire going. So a lot of people during that time period can definitely resonate with your story and things that they never saw themselves happening or never saw themselves looking at themselves in the mirror saying, really, this is, this is me in my life. Correct. All you can do is look up and look within because nobody else is going to fix that. Say that again. All you can do is look up and within. I love that. Yeah. Those are the only places to fix (laughs) because there's nothing broken or wrong with us, but when we surrender and feel like we have nothing left to give that's when we receive it all yes yes and Such that's exactly world. what I had to do Becca you know I had been trying to do so much in and of myself and just having these temper tantrums right 
as a 40 year old woman, I'm having temper tantrums, but um, I had to do just that. I had to surrender. I had to surrender and submit to him and his lordship, you know? And um, once I did that, that's when that amber became, you know, you know, I see a spark now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Progressively. And what a gift that, you know, your daughters have in that. What a gift that your husband has. What a gift that your current community has because you did the work. You may have been pounding your fists and it may have been wanting to run and it may have been screaming at the mirror, but you knew that love was looking back at you, even if it was just that little glimmer. That's, That's right. incredible. I, I love your story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And you're definitely correct. You know, that that love was there that love never left you know even though I was trying to run from it and run away and hide it was always there it was always there so amazing and we need to keep sharing these stories because so many people think that their story is so unique and so terrifying and so dreadful and when you look at the whole picture that story is something that was created just for you and your walk and hopefully your walk toward that spark becoming a flame. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. That was well put. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing these days now that you are on fire, sharing your stories, sharing your faith? It's a, it's a new season for you. How are you showing up in the world and keeping yourself on fire and helping others. Well, Becca, let me share this with you. While I was pregnant, you know, I um, explained that I wasn't married. Uh, I had to step down from my positions in the church. And um, remember I told you the Lord said, I'm graced for the journey, right? I'm graced for this. His grace is sufficient. And he actually called me to conduct a Bible study. So again, I was kicking and screaming. Um, the Bible study was about faith over fear. It's about faith. So um, I'm saying all, I went back there just to bring you back here to say that um, the Lord gave me about a year ago or two years ago, um, Activate Your Faith, a brand. So I am actually launching the Activate Your Faith uh, workshop and trainings where there will be Bible studies. That's going to be workshops like I just stated workbooks, um, everything like that. So I am working on a project to create the Activate Your Faith (laughs) brand. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. So funny. You know what I mean? Like God is so strategic, you know, just with the Ignite Your Faith. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) Activate Your Faith. Like, are you serious? (laughs) So that's what I'm working on right now. And then I have a, um, a devotional uh, and journal combo coming out oh. called you got this because God's got you. Oh, I love that. Love that <laughs> title. Yes. Yes. I always tell people, and it's part of my, the first book I did before ignite your faith in my memoir. I always say, right. You right here, right now. We want all of you. I love that connection that we have. We have similar hearts. That's incredible. And faith over here is always my hashtag hashtag to do with my memoir so wow (laughs) i love it (laughs) i'm so excited 
Um, do you have anything that you give out as a love offering to people that has to do with your offerings in the world? Well, I am, and also Becca, just to let you know, I am big on mindset shift, right? Mm-hmm. I'm big about mindset. And I didn't realize that I myself had been living in such a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. So I now help individuals to move from scarcity mindset, poverty mindset to abundant mindset. So I have the abundant mindset workbook and journal as well, combo journal that I um, give out to individuals. What a beautiful gift. I could have used that uh, during that time period that we were both talking about. So it was a pretty dark period of my time too, but I would love to recommend that to our journalers and our listeners. That sounds like a beautiful offering. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Of course. Where can we find you on social media? Where are you most active? I am most active on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I am Nicole Chantel Freeman on uh, both platforms. Yeah. (laughs) And I do have to put you on the spot before we (laughs) close up. So every guest that I have on the show, I do ask for a pop-up journal prompt. If you had to reflect your heart today or our conversation or what God is laying on you right now, what would be a journal prompt that you would give our listeners? Mm. I'm just so big, honestly, on God is good and God is faithful. So my prompt would be think back on a time where you felt um, your back against the wall, where you felt um, if God doesn't come through, this just won't happen, where you felt like this was just the biggest challenge of your life. And God showed up and showed that he's faithful and that he was good. (laughs) I like that. So that's pretty long, though. That's okay. People need some good things to think about. That's definitely a powerful one. Because, you know, Becca, sometimes, you know, we go through and we remember we remember how hard this was and how challenging the pain was so hard. But I guarantee if you look a little bit harder, you can find the goodness of God and you can find the faithfulness of God in that thing. Yes. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) So that's what I believe mine would be. I, you know, some of the simplest things are the most profound memories. And when I first became a Christian, where I really committed myself to God and to Jesus, people would always say, God is good all the time. And I was like, what are you talking about? All the time, all the time, all the time. And I think your prompt kind of reflects that, that faithfulness. He is good all the time. And it's all about perspective. Yeah. Yeah, your perspective in that thing. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Well, by the time that our listeners hear this episode, we will be very close to, I hope the Lord makes it happen, being international best-selling authors, not for our own glory, but to spread faith and to spread love and grace. Grace has been a big part of this conversation. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nicole. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your afternoon. 
You too. And again, thank you. I appreciate this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, oh, thank you Becca. I truly appreciate you.